National Radio. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Bulgaria Today, the English language podcast of Radio Bulgaria, where we bring you the main news, stories and music from this country. We're in the middle of a hot summer political crisis, so we'll be talking about politics today, but not only. Here in the studio, the Bulgarian National Radio in Sofia, it is me, Elizabeth Radkova, and I'm thrilled to be with you today. So, what's on the program on Friday, July the 29th? We start with a summary of the leading news stories from Bulgaria and the weather forecast for tomorrow. Next, with snap elections in the offing, where do we go from here? And finally, in our music slot, we'll hear Dobrojanki, Dobroja Lasses, an original composition by folk musician Živ Kuzelev, who recently turned 60. Stay with us! Bulgaria Today First, the main news headlines of Radio Bulgaria on July the 29th. Road construction companies end protests. Greece-Bulgaria gas interconnector will have formal authorization for use by end August, outgoing Prime Minister Kirill Petkov said. Bulgaria to ban exports of fuels made from Russian oil. Russian ambassador says humanitarian work of Russian embassy in Bulgaria should continue. Details coming up. Road construction and maintenance companies are putting an end to their protests. The chief executive officer at Branch Chamber Roads, Stefan Chaikov, said. For the third day in a row, the protesters gathered in front of the National Assembly building because of overdue payments for already completed works. They are calling on the state to pay them 260 million euro. The road builders are also demanding indexation of construction contracts to compensate for inflation. Only the Constitutional Court can resolve the issue, Chaikov said. Bulgaria's President Rumen Radev is expected to appoint a caretaker cabinet next Tuesday. Later, we will seek dialogue with the new caretaker Minister of Regional Development and Public Works and try to resolve all the problems, Stefan Chaikov said further. In June, the total producer price index in Bulgaria increased by 41.4% compared to the same month in 2021. In May, the index rose 38.2% year-on-year, data of the National Statistical Institute indicate. Producer prices increased with 3.4% on a monthly basis. Prices for the production and distribution of gas, electricity and heat increased with 83.2% year-on-year and 1.4% on a monthly basis. The accelerated increase in producer prices suggests that consumer inflation will continue to rise. According to the National Statistical Institute, reported summer inflation accelerated to 16.9% in June, the highest increase since 1998. Outgoing Prime Minister Kirill Petkov announced at a briefing that the gas interconnector Greece-Bulgaria, which will be used to transport gas from Azerbaijan to Bulgaria, has now Act 14, which is the first step of control of construction works. The project company building the interconnector has assumed 
the commitment to provide Acts 15, ascertaining the construction's condition and its readiness to be put into operation, and 16, a formal authorization for use by the end of August. If Act 16 is not issued next month, that would mean that we have again gone back to the years when the national interest did not prevail, Prime Minister Petkov said, and went on to lay emphasis on the fact that Geb Party had delayed the project for 12 years to the advantage of Russia's Gazprom. At an official ceremony on July the 8th, Prime Minister Petkov and his Greek counterpart Kyriakos Mitsotakis declared the end of construction work, with the interconnector still in testing mode. As of December 5th, 2022, Bulgaria will ban exports of fuels made from Russian oil in Lokoil Neftohimburgas. Bulgaria's outgoing government adopted the measure under the EU regulation from June 3, 2022, which allowed the country to continue importing oil from Russia until the end of December 2024. The EU agreed to ban the direct or indirect purchase, import or transfer into the EU of crude oil or petroleum products originating in Russia. Hungary and Slovakia also benefit from a temporary exemption and continue to receive crude oil delivered by pipeline. After December the 5th, fuels derived from Russian oil will be sold on Bulgaria's domestic market only. The government has set up a working group consisting of representatives of the National Revenue Agency, the National Customs Agency and the Bulgarian Petroleum and Gas Association to monitor the ban. According to the state authorities, the measure will lead to a reduction in fuel prices. Intense fighting continues in Donbass. Ukrainian forces repulsed all Russian attacks on Slavyansk, Bakhmut and Svetogorsk, the general staff of the Ukrainian armed forces wrote on Facebook. Russia has tasked mercenaries to hold sections in the front line in Ukraine in a sign it is running short of combat infantry. Britain's Ministry of Defense said. Greater reliance on paid fighters from the Russian private military company Wagner for frontline duties rather than their usual work in special operations would be another sign that Russia's military is under stress six months into its war in Ukraine, Reuters reported. In the past 24 hours, Russia continued to launch missile attacks on multiple Ukrainian settlements following the destruction of key bridges over the Dnieper River and the Ingulens tributary, the Russian army has been attempting to transfer troops and ammunition to Kherson. Ukraine's operational command South reported that they had destroyed four new Russian ammunition depots. A Ukrainian pilot cutter hit a mine in the estuary of Danube River. However, the vessel remained afloat. Exports of Ukrainian grain to Europe and the ports of Romania and Bulgaria continue via the Ukrainian ports of Izmail, Reni and Uzdunaysk and Romania's Sulina Channel. Russia's ambassador to Bulgaria, Eleonora Mitrofanova, said she hoped the next government would be more pragmatic than the current one. In an interview with TASS news agency on Thursday, she stated that Bulgaria is a member of the European Union and of NATO, but that, quote, it is finding it difficult to construct its own line of behavior. Nevertheless, 
the economic situation will force our country to adopt a more pragmatic approach. Unquote. Mitrofanova says further that the agreement with Russia's Gazprom is valid until the end of the year and Bulgaria could resume the contract provided it meets Russia's requirements and pays in rubles. As regards the reduction in staff of the Russian embassy in Bulgaria, after the decision by Kirill Petkov cabinet to extradite 70 Russian embassy staff from the country for espionage, Mitrofanova says that the situation is extremely complex, but Russia will not turn its back on its relations with Bulgaria. COVID-19 1,770 new cases of COVID-19 have been confirmed in Bulgaria in the past 24 hours out of 6,539 tests performed, a positivity rate of 27%. Two-thirds of the new cases are among the unvaccinated, data of coronavirus.bg indicate. The number of active cases of coronavirus infection increased with 565 to 22,689. 166 people have been admitted to hospitals in the past day, 85.5% of which were not vaccinated. Four COVID-related deaths have been reported in the past 24 hours. 37,360 people with an established coronavirus infection have died since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. On Saturday, the weather will be sunny with clouds gathering in western Bulgaria in the afternoon, where there may be showers and thunder. There are conditions for hail. Daytime temperatures will reach 33-38 degrees Celsius, for Sofia 32. Along the Black Sea coast, there will be sun with a moderate breeze from the east. Maximum temperatures 28-30 degrees Celsius. Temperature of the sea water, 24-25 degrees Celsius, sea state 3. Over the mountains, the weather will be predominantly sunny. Cumulonimbus clouds will develop at midday, and there will be brief intensive showers and thunder. Maximum temperature at an altitude of 1,200 meters will be 26 degrees Celsius, at 2,000 meters, 19 degrees Celsius. On Sunday, temperatures will drop and the rain will spread to the entire territory of the country. Irensa Rabuyukova grabbed the bronze in the high jump at the European Youth Olympic Festival in Banska Bistrica, Slovakia. The contestant from Bulgaria qualified with 170 centimeters last night and in the finals today improved her own record by 2 cm, clearing 180 cm. The gold with 184 cm went to Jana Kosak, Croatia, and the silver with 182 cm went to Nikolina Pejatovic from Serbia. Bulgaria today. And here are the news headlines once again. Bulgaria to ban exports of fuels made from Russian oil. Greece-Bulgaria gas interconnector will have formal authorization for use by end August, outgoing Prime Minister Kirill Petkov said. 
producer price index in the country rises 41.4% year-on-year. Bulgaria wins second medal at European Youth Olympic Festival. Politics. What's the political scientist's and sociologist's take of the current political situation in Bulgaria? Let's hear. Early elections in the country are now sure thing after the political party chosen by the president, the Bulgarian Socialist Party, handed him back the third exploratory mandate for the formation of a government unfulfilled. It has been called all sorts of things, technical, crisis, etc., but it turned out to be a poison apple for the political force it was given to, political scientist Antoni Golubov says in an interview with Public Service TV BNT. There are two questions now hovering in the air. Who the ministers in the caretaker cabinet will be? And what date will be set for the snap elections for parliament? The answers to both are in the hands of the president. In a short statement, as the Bulgarian Socialist Party was handing him back the exploratory mandate, Rumen Radev hinted at his plans, giving the current National Assembly until the end of this week to finish off its work. This means that today is probably going to be the last workday of the 47th National Assembly, which is wrapping up its work almost eight months after its first sitting on the 3rd of December 2021. It is also the first parliament of Bulgaria to have been dissolved after the first, in Bulgarian history, successful vote of no confidence in a government. No political entity can benefit from early elections at the moment, even the opposition. Sociologist Yuri Pavlov comments in an interview with the Bulgarian National Radio. The big winner is the president. He is going to rule the country in the next three, three and a half months single-handedly. It is highly probable that, given the red lines now in place, no government configuration can be reached in the next parliament either. And that would mean he would continue to rule the country for another three, three and a half months. With such a political prospect, the public has been wondering who the experts or politicians appointed to the Council of Ministers will be, whom the president will entrust with governing the country in the conditions of such severe crisis. What kind of profile should the caretaker prime minister have? In normal situation, it would not be important. In this situation, it would be important. Normally, it would not matter so much who the caretaker prime minister will be. But as things now stand, he or she will be expected to tackle a host of challenges. Political analyst Rosen Karadimov says in an interview for Public Service Television BNT. That is why he should be an authority figure, a person who inspires confidence in the people of Bulgaria, frightened as they are of the war stressed by the inflation and outraged by the energy prices. The current coalition, downsized to three parties, we continue the change, the Bulgarian Socialist Party and Democratic Bulgaria, is stepping down with no assets to their name, but with a host of liabilities, social anthropologist Karolan Alexandrov says for the Bulgarian National Radio. A battle is brewing 
for apportioning the blame, not for redistributing the assets. One thing is certain, that each of the players is now going to accuse the rest. Karolan Alexandrov goes on to say that two populist projects, we continue the change and there is such a people, have failed in their attempt to deal with their political opponents, and the conflict between the two is destructive to both. Sociologist Pervan Simeonov is also skeptical that any of the formations could derive any benefits from the current situation and take any advantage of them. Страната се намира в състояние, в което като че ли никой не може, а и не се вижда много да иска да държи управленската отговорност в предстоящето. The opposition is in a good form, Harolan Alexandrov on his part states, and adds that he expects the formations now in opposition, GERP, the Movement for Rights and Freedoms, and the nationalist Vazraždane to do well in the coming snap election. That, he says, is going to alter the political situation, though GERP will not be the dominant party. Three times Bulgarian voters asserted their will voting for change and against the so-called model GERP, Movement for Rights and Freedoms, which was connected with the country's governance this past decade. Parvan Simeonov says, the mandate to rule the country was handed to different parties, making it all the more clear that what voters wanted was for the effort started in 2020 with the anti-GAP protests to continue. That provided the grounds for almost incompatible entities such as Democratic Bulgaria and the Bulgarian Socialist Party to come together. It seems to me that politicians are now squandering this opportunity as the situation after the upcoming elections remains unpredictable, Parvan Simeonov says. Song of the day. As we near the end of the show, it is time for our music slot. Živko Želev is a traditional shepherd's pipe, kaval, player. He is also a composer uh, and artistic director to the Dobroja Dobrich Folk Song and Dance Ensemble. He is also founder of the Bissery Orchestra. His solo performances, arrangements of folk songs and original pieces have been recorded for the Bulgarian National Radio, the Bulgarian Public Service Television Channel BNT and other media. The renowned musician recently turned 60. His anniversary was the occasion for the interview of Ilka Dimitrova, which you can read on the website of Radio Bulgaria. And now let's listen to a concert recording of Dobrujanki. That means Dobruja Lassis, an original piece by Živko Želev, in which he performs the part of the Kaval, together with a vocal quartet from Dobruja Ensemble and the Folk Music Orchestra of the Bulgarian National Radio. Enjoy! We've come to the end of Radio Bulgaria's podcast today on Friday, July the 29th. 
You can follow the latest developments here on our website, where you will also find captivating feature stories, interviews and analysis. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Radio Bulgaria English Service. Our podcast is available for listening on Spotify. All you need to do to find it is type Bulgaria Today Podcast. And you can always write to us at english at bnr.bg. Thanks for listening and have a fantastic Friday night. Bulgarian National Radio